KXRN LP. Laguna Niguel, Laguna Beach. Member supported KXFM on 104.7. KXFMRadio.org. This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio Inc., its management, or its board of directors. Hello, this is Craig at KXFM 104.7 Human Crafted Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. with Rainbow Radio, where we discuss the latest news on LGBTQ interests and discuss on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviews. Interviews again, Rainbow Radio, Craig, every Saturday.
In Good Morning Laguna Beach, this is Craig and Rainbow Radio, KXFM 104.7. On a beautiful 55 degrees coming in this morning. Uh, it's uh, still it's still beach weather, folks. We can we can we can uh, stretch it a little bit. Weather today, as we all want to know. The high will be 62, which is fabulous. Uh, plenty of sunshine. I like that. High, uh, let's see, uh, winds uh, 5 to 10 miles an hour. Humidity 73%, which is all very good. And let's see what we got coming up during the week. Well, uh, Sunday, it's uh, clouds and partly cloudy on Monday. Uh, starting Wednesday, we will have sunny, sunny, and um, back on to Friday, mostly sunny, mostly sunny. So it's going to be a pretty sunny week. Uh, highs around, um, well, in the mid to, to low 70s. How about that? So we're, we're at a comfort level here, like we know so well, in lovely Laguna Beach. Did you have a fabulous week uh, this week? We had lots. Laguna Beach Pride had a lot going on, planning and planning, and we still are just very close to, to exposing ourselves with, <laughs> with what all our plans are. And uh, there are like four events planned that are coming up, and it's a lot of work. Um, but it's a lot of a rewarding feeling here in Laguna Beach. We love to uh, share the love and the diversity and in the community. The lifeguard tower, I've gotten word, is uh, under construction. And I also got word from the city that it is highly likely that it will be uh, there for this in uh, West Street Beach for the summer, which we're all excited about. I am... Um, I had a moment to reflect on it this week a little bit more, and I feel why why it's so important that we share diversity and share uh, our love and uh, an expression of what um, Laguna Beach is all about, being uh, a very diverse community and a very accepting community. And certainly the Lifeguard Tower is a testament, or what a testament, is a, is a message regarding that. Uh, it's uh, gonna ha uh, should have a plaque on it that explains what it's about. Rainbow colors of diversity. We is the is our mantra with it. And um, what else we have? We also have a beach bonfire coming up, which everyone loves, and that is uh, May sixth, I believe. Now I'm gonna embarrass myself. I have all these dates in my head for three or four days and. I get in front of the microphone and uh, I kind of forget. Let me look at the calendar here. April, May. It is May 6th. It's a Saturday. And that uh, starts about 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, some people arrive early, 5 o'clock, whatever. Uh, we'll be setting up about then. And if you haven't been to a beach bonfire, it's a very casual get-together. There's no charge. There's It's just show up, meet some friends, bring your dogs, bring your kids. It's uh it's for everyone and we get uh, a fire ring on aliso creek beach usually it's towards the south end if there's one available there and we bring the firewood we bring makings for s'mores and uh if uh, we recommend i recommend bring a bring a chair because it's nice to sit down if you're there for three or four hours standing and talking you get a little weary <clears throat> um, and it's nice to have put your feet up and warm your toes on the fire. So uh, bring a beach chair. I rec highly recommend. Parking is not free. They do run the meters there so until uh, uh, 10. So you want to be aware of that. Alcohol is not allowed, so you want to be careful of that. Um, what else can I say? It's just a fun. Everyone just has a casual time. People come and go all throughout the night. There's no prescribed time to get there, prescribed, prescribed time to leave. So again, that is coming May 6th. That's a Saturday, and that is uh, our beach bonfire. Then on the 17th of July, which is what? Does anyone know? It's Pride Month, yes, as, as proclaimed by the city of Laguna Beach. Uh, so probably, I think it was 2019, maybe it was 2018. So it's been a few years in the works that every June is Heritage and Culture, LGBTQ Heritage and Culture Month celebrated in the city of Laguna Beach like it is nationally. It's, it is uh, Gay Pride Month. We have a whole month. How about that? We just don't settle for a day. 
And boy, do we need it as of lately with all the news that's going on around the world and uh, uh, not always not always nice news, um, I have to say. Over 300 and almost close to 400 um, new legislative legislative bills have been introduced in various states across the United States that are anti pretty anti uh, LGBTQ and trans laws. Uh, I like to I like to I prefer to characterize them as as hysteric uh, kind of measures. Um, anyway. Yeah. I mean, what does it matter if someone wants to love someone and it has nothing to do with you? Why should you care? You know, uh, get out of, worry about your own stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's it in a, in a nutshell. How about that? <laughs> all right. Rainbow Radio. I, I, You know, I've started a new thing here and I get all excited about it. So I'm going to just leap right in with it again this week. Um, this week, I, I don't know if you're not, if you're... <laughs> If everyone's familiar, and chat GPT, I call it my Karnak, the computer hack. <laughs> and I always like to ask the Karnak, the computer hack, a few questions and see what the response is. And, and I always usually find them very interesting. And uh, it's kind of shades of David Letterman's top 10 list. So I usually say, give me the top 10 this or the top 10 that. And and it's all in fun, and um, I don't know if it's an exact science. They claim it's not. In the there's a pretty strong disclaimer on the Chat GPT, but it's fun. And um, so, what did I ask this week? Um, well, this was more of a provocative one. I thought list, and it, and it did give some, I think, some really good reasons. List the top ten reasons for LGBTQ plus individuals why they should get married and why. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Um, legal recognition and protection is, is the first one. Getting married provides legal recognition of the relationship, which comes with several benefits. I, there are actually thousands of laws that it, it comes under, uh, as I've been appraised of by an attorney who's done the, knows the research. Uh, these benefits may include access to health care, survivor benefits, and Social Security benefits. Number two, uh, joint ownership of property. Marriage allows couples to jointly own property, which can be important for financial stability and planning. Yes, sir. Number three, decision-making. Married couples have the legal right to make medical decisions on behalf of their spouses if they become incapacitated or unable to make decisions for themselves. That's very important. Yes, someone could... Uh, pass without those decisions made in a timely manner tax benefits marriage can provide tax benefits and can simplify tax filings uh, number uh one two three four five i guess social acceptance marriage is a, as a socially recognized institution that can provide validation and acceptance for lgbtq plus couples well of course religious recognition oh, i could do without it but whatever i'm some religions have begun to recognize and perform same-sex marriages, allowing LGBTQ plus couples to have their relationships recognized by the religious community. Yes. And the next one, immigration rights. This is important. Uh, for a long while, you couldn't even come in to the United States if you were, you know, uh, known homosexual, but that's long, long since went away. But now you can come in it's married, in marriage. Marriage can provide a path to citizenship for non-citizens who are married to U.S. citizens. So that's important, absolutely. And then uh, next is partnership benefits. Many companies offer partnership benefits to married couples, such as health insurance and retirement benefits. I think United Airlines was one of the first up in San Francisco. I think the city of San Francisco mandated it. If you have a business within the city limits, you must provide them. And, and United stepped up and said, yeah, we will. Uh, emotional support. That can be very important. Marriage can provide emotional support and stability for couples, which can be especially important for those who have faced discrimination or rejection from family members or society. Celebrating love. This is the number one reason <laughs> to get married. Getting married allows couples to publicly celebrate their love 
and commitment to each other in a way that is recognized by society and can be meaningful and special for the couple. That is the top 10 reasons to get married here on Rainbow Radio. <laughs> Should I just jump into the next one? Oh, why not? I, so I asked it another question. Oh, Karnak, all-knowing, all-seeing, whatever. <laughs> Give me the answer to... <laughs> List the top 10 reasons for LGBTQ plus friendly national corporations uh, to, you know, national corporations to be friendly to LGBTQ. That's, I worded that very poorly. But anyway, I, I suppose you get the gist. Why should a corporation be friendly? <laughs> Diverse workforce. Being LGBTQ plus friendly can help corporations attract and retain a diverse workforce, which can bring different perspectives, skills, and experiences to the company, especially if you're in the design industry or floral decorations or hairstyle, I suppose. I'm being very <laughs> stereotypical. Okay, I'm making fun. All right. Uh, increased productivity. Well, of course, LGBTQ people know how to get things done. <laughs> when, when employees feel supported and valued, they can be more likely to be engaged, productive, and committed to their work. No kidding. Improved company reputation. By being LGBTQ-friendly, corporations can improve their reputation and brand image, which can attract customers who value diversity and inclusion. Yes, and it can also be a deterrent to others, but we won't go there. Legal compliance. That's another reason. Many countries have laws that protect LGBTQ plus individuals from discrimination. And being LGBTQ plus friendly can help corporations comply with these laws and avoid legal issues. That's kind of a negative aspect, but um, okay, moving right along. Uh, access to larger customer base. Being LGBTQ friendly, corporations can attract LGBTQ plus customers, their friends, and many family members who value inclusive businesses. Positive impact on the Economy Now, Laguna Beach had a forum here a few years ago, headed by uh, Chris Tibbet, uh, and it was called um, About Diversity, and about how in uh, communities like Laguna Beach, embracing diversity has a very powerful financial, positive financial effect, and uh, it's not just hearsay, it's documented, fully documented, and uh, published. So, this follows with that positive impact on the economy by promoting diversity and inclusion corporations can help create a more inclusive economy which can benefit everyone ethical responsibility there is a good one corporations have an ethical responsibility to create a safe and inclusive workspace for all employees regardless of their sexual orientation or gender identity and the next one improved employee morale when employees feel supported and valued they are more likely to to have higher mor morale and job satisfaction, which can lead to improved retention rates and reduced turnover costs. Innovation and creativity. Oh, definitely. <laughs> A diverse and inclusive workspace can foster innovation, creativity, and collaboration, which can lead to new ideas and solutions for business challenges. And social responsibility. Being LGBTQ plus friendly, corporations can contribute to the larger goal of creating a more equitable and just society which can benefit everyone no kidding overall being lgbtq plus friendly can have several benefits for national corporations including attracting and retaining diverse talent improving company reputation complying with legal requirements accessing a larger customer base and contributing to a more inclusive economy and society hmm. but never fear i ask a karnak the computer one more question here. Oh, there's a lot of... <laughs> Let's see. There's Here's a short one I did, uh, which I thought was, was interesting. We'll come back to the long one later if we have time. I'm, I'm, I'm running out of wind. <laughs> okay, not really. Uh, list the top 10 music artists and their respective genres of music. Okay. Oops. Um, I thought, why not? I mean, we play music on the on KXFM, right? And I did get a couple songs. I was unable to get them into the system this morning, so I will have to put them off until next week, I suppose. 
But the top 10, they list uh, of um, music artists and their respective genre of music is Elton John, pop rock. He's right at the top. Freddie Mercury, queen, uh, rock music. Lady Gaga, pop. Sam Smith, pop, soul. Tegan and Sarah, indie pop. Now, I, I need... To to do some research there i'm not familiar i'm i sorry folks <laughs> so uh yeah and then Haley Klyoko. i did listen to Haley, and uh she has a song about uh, it's okay like women or something to that effect and it's a female and it's pop and i like i said i didn't have time to get it into the system but hopefully next week melissa etheridge rock Little Nas X hip hop. I've had played his music several times on the on the program. Uh, he's quite a, a hip hop and country. Now, what a combination is that? Hip hop and country. There went the controversy for sure. Katie Lang, country pop, and Frank Ocean, uh, which I'm not was not familiar with. I found he did a he did a new version of <laughs> of um, Moon River. Can you believe that from Bre Henry Mancini's song from Breakfast at Tiffany's? I mean, Moon River, Moon River. Yeah, well, I won't. I won't burn your ears with my version of it. Uh, it says these artists have all made a si significant contributions to the music industry and have also been open about their LGBTQ plus identities. However, there are many other LGBTQ music artists in a variety of genres. And this is by no means an exhaustive list. So that's their little disclaimer. So that's Karnak this week. <laughs> and the music that Karnak, uh, or the, the information in the top 10 list that Karnak, oh, uh, has answered my ever knowing, wanting, seeking questions. And if you would like a question asked by Karnak, the computer, you can simply contact me at craig at rainbow-radio.com. Send me an email. I'll be happy to uh, to get it on next week's program and we can discuss it in depth, okay? Take a short music break here.
talk to me. I don't think anyone is better off alone. I think by our nature, we're better off with someone or at least friends. And so talk to me. And if you're feeling alone and need friends, there are ways to connect with um, with people and not feel alone. So uh, you can dial 988. 988 is the... Um, Helpline, National Helpline, and it's, uh, or you can call the Trevor Project, 866-488-7386. Just look up Trevor Project, 866-488-7386. No sense in being alone. Uh, That is one reason. I had an interesting conversation with a a friend um, this week, and we talked about the the importance of family. And how sometimes family family dynamics can be very interesting and sometimes a little difficult and sometimes very wonderful and many spots in between and ever-changing. So it's not easy sometimes. And I have said this before, if, if you're um, an LGBTQ and sorting things out, perhaps for the first time, and you reach out uh, and you discover, well, it's many long time been considered an illness and many spaces it's considered immoral and still in many locations it's against the law you might not have the best opinion about about your understanding about your inherent uh, gayness or lesbian attraction um, and self-loathing is usually the next thing that comes about unfortunately yeah so that's not always such a good thing. So uh, in, with that in mind, uh, it's uh, it's a new day and uh, we need to cast off those things and you, you look for someone to talk to, a friend. And if your family's not available, which happens all too frequently still today, I think what has happened in the past and what still goes on, it's that neighborhood bar or club where you meet your friends, that common ground where you feel safe and not judged, uh, not being criticized for who you are, and accepted. Accepted for who you are, where you feel to be, you can be yourself without um, others being offended. Not that you should worry about that too much. Uh, but that often becomes a nightclub or a bar. And I've had that experience in my life where, you know, if you missed a, a Friday or Saturday night with your friends, Everyone was, where were you Friday? Or where were you Saturday? Because that becomes your your home, you know? So um, that's, that's why I'm saying Laguna Beach, definitely it's time again for it to have a club. And I do, uh, I have found some um, space in Laguna, which I think is ideal. And I have actually called um, the broker and I'm putting together some numbers for it. So uh, if you want to know more, email me. I'll be happy to share it. But anyway, I do think that to have that space again, once again in Laguna Beach, would be a very powerfully good affirmative action and would, uh, on the um, financial end, I think it would be bringing in a demographic that has kind of uh, faded out here and maybe could be strong again and, and would do a lot of things for Laguna Beach in a lot of good ways. So I'm unanimous in that. I don't know how I got on that, but that's an important topic. Um, yeah. So uh, let's let's delve into on this day in history. I know I, I I'll make it brief. <laughs> okay, and uh, this is is this April fifteenth? Why it is? Is this tax day? <sighs> I think they extend it till. Monday or Tuesday because it falls on a Saturday. But anyway, 1986, Jean Gannett dies in Paris at the age of 75. I'm not sure who. I should have done a little research on Jean. Uh, in 1990, screen legend Greta Garbo, 84, dies in New York. Several obituaries allude to persistent rumors that the reclusive star's alleged sexual affairs with artist Mercedes uh, Acosta and various other women. Mm-mm-mm. That was going on for a long time. Probably today she would be more out like Katie Lang or some 
actress that's, well, Katie Lang's not necessarily an actress, but some entertainer that's a little more out. Moving on to April 16th, a New York judge rules that transsexual tennis player Renee Richards is eligible to play in the women's division of the U.S. Open Tennis, tennis Championship and does not have to undergo chromosome test. Ugh. That was in 77, I guess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They had never heard of transgender back then. Uh, in, in 2001... Oscar-winning filmmaker Steven Spielberg steps down from an advisory board of the Boy Scouts of America, citing the organization's discriminatory practices practices in regards to religious belief and sexual orientation. Good on Steve Spielberg, as far as I'm concerned. And to, again, there goes my opinion slipping in there. In 2009, Washington Governor Chris uh, Gregory signs the Everything But Marriage domestic partner Bill, effective June 1, 2009. Uh, well, that was their answer to let's not let everyone get married, but apparently that's changed. <laughs> in 2010, Arkansas proposed Initiative Act Number 1, banning adoption of same-sex by same-sex couples but not LGBTQ individuals is overturned in the state court for violating the Constitution of Arkansas's right to privacy. Wow. In Arkansas was overturned. All right. Moving along to the 17th. Ten gay and lesbian demonstrators picket the White House in Washington, D.C. Hmm. For what? In the first in a series of demonstrations staged by this year by the East Coast homophile organization ECHO. Okay, that's 65 Still doesn't say why, but God bless them for 65. In 1976, the Lavender Network, the Lavender World's Fair, the first gay World's Fair, featured a spectacular grandstand concert. Special lesbian guest stars, the world's largest outdoor disco. Ooh, that sounds fun. Uh, is scheduled to get underway at the Los Angeles County Fairgrounds. Unfortunately... Mm, the event never completely materializes and a near riot occurs when several thousand people having paid $7 a ticket. Wow. $7 a ticket show up for a concert by the pointer sisters only to be told that they will not appear. Well, that's a sad day. I wonder what threw that off the tracks. Got to wonder in 2000, I never even heard of that. The lavender world's fair. Hmm. There's a YouTube video, and I'll have to look at it. In 2001, Alaska Supreme Court dismisses Brazé versus Alaska. The lawsuit was filed by a same-sex couple seeking the rights to reserve uh, rights reserved to married couples, despite their state constitutional ban on same-sex marriages. The court rules that the couple's claim of discrimination had not ripened under state law. Well, it has to ripen, of course. I hope it's gotten ripened. That was 2001. <laughs> It should be ripe. It's 2023. It's 22 years later. <laughs> uh, we'll have to check in and see how that ripening is going. Moving along to April 18th. In 65, in 1965, um, following the previous day's protest in Washington, D.C., 29 Echo, East Coast homophile, organization demonstrators picket the united nations in new york city in 1973 the minnesota state house of representatives voted 69 that's an interesting number to 46 to retain the state's sodomy laws Ugh. they want to regulate what's going on in the bedroom just like they want to regulate what women do with their bodies i just uh hmm in 1976, uh, Michael Bennett's A Chorus Line sweeps the Tony Awards, winning nine in all, including one for Best Musical and one for Best Direction, A Chorus Line. In 2011, Arizona Governor Jan Brewer signs into law a bill that requires adoption agencies in the state to give primary consideration to adoptive placement with a married man and woman. Agencies may place a child with a legally single person if it is in the child's best interest or if there is no married couples applying for adoption, same-sex marriage is not legally recognized in Arizona. I hope that's changed. That's 2011. So, you know, what, 12 years ago. Maybe, maybe Arizona. 
Moving along to April 19th, in 1978, 1,500 gay supporters rally the steps of the state capitol in St. Paul, Minnesota, in support of gay rights provision in the city's human rights ordinance. Good on them. In 78, that's pretty provocative. In 1989, one of the Navy's worst peacetime tragedies, a gun turret explosion aboard the U.S. battleship Iowa, kills 47 sailors while the ship is on a training maneuvers in the Caribbean. In its initial investigation, the Navy attempts to blame the tragedy on a lone sailor, gunner's mate Clayton Hartwig, suggesting that he was despondent and suicidal over the end of a homosexual affair with another Iowa sailor, Kendall Truitt. Its report, however, the Navy later concludes that Hartwig may have been suicidal but was not homosexual. Ultimately, investigations determine that the ultimate cause of the accident was inconclusive. Uh, what was the reason for all that? Uh, in 2000, Vermont approves the creation of same-sex unions, thus entitling gay couples to rights and benefits normally available only to married couples. Hooray! Moving along to April 20th. In 1948, Alfred Kinsey republishes sexual behavior in the human male. Hmm. 1948? <clears throat> they could write about those things? <laughs> That's very progressive. <laughs> oh my, I'm being very sarcastic, I know. I'm sorry. 1962, Illinois becomes the first state in the U.S. to decriminalize homosexual acts between two consenting adults in the privacy of their homes. Yay on Illinois. Are my friends out there in <laughs> Illinois? Um... Uh, per perhaps Chicago, <laughs> of all places, uh, <clears throat> they should take uh, solace in that, that, that um, yeah, it becomes the first state to decriminalize homosexuality, only though in the privacy of their homes. You can't do it uh, in a motel, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. In 1977, the Nevada State Senate, meeting a mere 20 miles from the nearest legalized brothel and just across the street from the nearest casino votes to retain criminal penalties of one to six years in prison for homosexual acts between consenting adults oh isn't that lovely you can have whorehouses like the what was it the something ranch <laughs> joe conforti uh and under new amendment prohibits parole of anyone convicted of such acts unless they can be shown they will not be a menace to the health and safety and morals of others. You know, Nevada, I lived in Nevada for, um, well, yeah, prior to that even, 73, 74, 75. And um, they were, you know, on one hand, they were very uh, anti-gay. On the other hand, it was kind of under the, behind the curtain. It was accepted and, uh, you know... But uh, one of those, not a healthy situation. In 2001, the Chinese Society of Psychiatry declares homosexuality no longer an illness. The new Chinese classification and diagnostic criteria of mental disorders removed homosexuality from its list of mental illnesses. In 2004, Oregon Circuit Court Judge Frank Bearden rules that the state must accept and register marriages of same-sex couples. He then orders a temporary stop to issuing new licenses, but gives the Oregon Legislature Assembly 90 days from the start of its next session to write a law that ensures identical rights for same-sex couples, which could happen through civil marriage or civil union. Hmm, that's 2004. It's another one of those crazy states. In 2005, the Connecticut State Legislature approves a law that would allow same-sex civil unions effective in October of 2005. And moving along to the last day in this week coming in, in history. And boy, there's a lot on this one. Uh, in 1966, members of the Medicine Society stage a sip-in at the Julius Bar in Greenwich Village, where the New York Liquor Authority prohibits serving gay patrons in bars on the basis that homosexuals are disorderly. Oh, my God. That's 1960. Can you believe that? Gays being disorderly? Really? <laughs> Society President Dick Lesich, 
What a name. Uh, and other members announced their homosexuality and are immediately refused service. Following the sip-in, the Machine Society will sue the New York Liquor Authority. Although no laws were are overturned, the New York City Commission on Human Rights declares that homosexuals have the right to be served. <laughs> wow. That's a little history I never heard of. <laughs> oh, my. In 1980, Illinois Congressman John Anderson, who will short will who will shortly be running for president of the United States as an independent, publicly announces he supports the federal gay rights legislation. If freedom under our Constitution is to have a real meaning, says Anderson, this legislation is a natural extension of one's individual rights. That's 1980. Well, now you know why he never got elected. I mean, how silly was that? Oh, my. In 1981, two gay men are arrested when a policeman spots them giving each other giving each other a brief goodbye kiss at the Fort Lauderdale airport. They are later convicted of creating a public nuisance and given probation because they kissed each other goodbye. Oh, my. In 1980, the first wave of so-called Mariel Boat Lift brings a group of ragtag boats, boats, and other craft bearing hundreds of refugees from Cuba to the United States. By the time it's all over, over 101,000 Cubans, among them several thousand homosexuals, arrive in the U.S. Mm -hmm. In 1990, nearly 200 students hold an anti homosexual straight pride rally at the University of Massachusetts. Shame on you. A short time later, 10 of the demonstrators raid and disrupt an anthropology class watching the times of harvey milk yeah they should really disrupt that in 2005 in the home state of washington the microsoft corporation withdraws support for hb 1515 house bill h uh, after pressure from local cler clergyman ken hutchinson the bill would have made it illegal to fire an employee based on sexual orientation hutchinson threatened the company with a nationwide boycott hmm and the last one, thank goodness, <laughs> Montana District Judge Jeffrey Sherlock rules against same-sex couples seeking to force the state to extend the benefits of marriage to them, finding that the state's constitutional ban on same-sex marriage and the separation of powers between the courts and the legislature prevents it. That takes us through on this day in this week in history on KXFM 104.7, Craig on Rainbow Radio. I think I need to elaborate a little bit more on what's coming up in June on the 17th at Bridge Hall. It's the I Am What I Am. You know, I need to get that song and start playing it. <laughs> That's uh, Next week, I'm going to do that. Uh, if you're not familiar, um, well, you should be familiar with a movie by Robin Williams and Nathan Lane called The Birdcage. And prior to that, it was La Caja Fall, which I really loved the original. The, and when they did the stage play, the, the, the number one introduc introductory, is that right? Song, opening song, <laughs> was I Am What I Am. And the words, if you haven't heard the words in it, they're, they're wonderful. I'll have them all next week for you, and we'll, we'll celebrate the song. So we decided that we are what we are. And, uh, you know, it's not a choice, obviously. I've go over that. I've gone over that many times. If you haven't been listening, you need to pay attention. <laughs> so that's the theme for an event, and it's going to be uh, a cabaret-style show that goes on for four hours, uh, mixed with some DJ music and some uh, silent auction charity fundraising uh, components. And, uh, of course, there will be uh, beverages and uh, served and uh, some light bites available. And it's uh, all to benefit uh, the, the lifeguard tower, which we are hopefully will have in place by then, uh, and to support uh, our Pride event, which will be in August. So we are hopeful we can do a dedication in August on uh Sunday, the uh, I guess it would be the 13th of August uh, of the Lifeguard Tower. And uh, so this fundraiser uh, in June, which is Pride Month again, 
is uh, in support of all of that. And I think it's a great opportunity, well, to find some great auction value goods that you can bid on and to enjoy an evening of I am what I am. <laughs> and that'll fly in the face of a lot of other other locations that are like in Tennessee banning. In Tennessee, they want to, they want to, they had a bill to reintroduce uh, hangings. That's lovely. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. And a lot of other things, uh, you know, that's, that's the state that also criminalized being a drag queen. If you do it once, you, you got a record, you do it twice, you got a felony record and you're up for six years in federal prison or, well, in jail. I don't know. Maybe it's not federal, but it's a felony. So maybe it is. I don't know how that works particularly, but yeah, you know, uh, like Rudy Giuliani, he dressed up a couple times uh, in drag. He couldn't do it there anymore. He'd get arrested and go to jail for six years, which might not be a, so bad. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I think we need a short, short music break, and we'll be back on the other side of that. Uh, with Craig Rainbow Radio, lots going on. If you've got any news you'd like me to share with the community, uh, any guests you'd like to you feel would be great on the program, please, please, please let me know. Craig at rainbow-radio.com. Craig at rainbow-radio.com. Leave me a message, and we'll work it out. Uh, especially if it's a well kept secret, or you got an event coming up, let me know about it. Love to talk about it. Uh, please, here we go.
Hey, it's okay to be happy here on KXFM 104.7. Yes, and Rainbow Radio. I, I, I just got two short news items as, as we get to en- near the end of my hour, uh, which shows a, a contrast, let's say, of a social, social um, culture. A contrast of social, social culture. We, we uh, in California, we're, there's a bill requ- was requiring school staff to out transgender students to parents. It, it failed, but that's what they were trying to do, as they're trying to do in many locations with regards to transgender. They just think it's, they shouldn't happen, and they can, parents can go to jail for facilitating the, the change, uh, trans, transgender changes in Texas and um, many laws that want to prohibit it, make it difficult. Don't give them medical care. Stifle it, push it away, pretend like it doesn't happen. Meanwhile, meanwhile, and we think we're progressive, pretty, you know, advanced uh, first world country. Well, there's another country, Vietnam, and it's, I, I don't saying that it's not a first world country. It probably is in many ways. I've not visited Vietnam. I got friends from there. And I have friends that have visited there, say so it's a wonderful place. But meanwhile, in Vietnam, they're introducing a bill to making it easier, making it easier for trans people to change gender. How about that? <laughs> meanwhile, in the United States, in what would be a massive victory for trans rights, a gender identity law to, could be included in Vietnam's parliamentary agenda next year. On Monday, April 10th, lawmaker... On try put forward a proposed proposal to the standing committee of the National Assembly to create a new law. Try said it would uh, show how Vietnam values protecting vulnerable communities. Yes, I love it, and leaving no one behind in its policies. The Vietnam News reported. How about that? I mean, I, I want to shed a tear. Meanwhile, we got hate mongering. Uh, that want to make it an issue, you know, mind your own business and let people live and, and be lived. <laughs> and the rest of the news is not so nice. So I, I uh, will not give it the airtime, okay? And my time is up. Ida May is here. She's going to be crashing in shortly and uh, make a nice transition. Uh, I'm going to take it out here with another... Uh, Fabulous song. What do we got coming up? <laughs> Kygo. And here we go. Thanks for tuning in on KXFN 104.7 Rainbow Radio. I'll be back next week. Please drop me a line for artists or music you want to hear, news you've got. I'll, I'll put it all on the air. Thanks for listening. Love you. Have a fabulous Saturday here in Laguna Beach. I'm afraid, short of fire. I'm the dark in need of light When we touch, you inspire Feel it changing me tonight So take me up, take me higher There's a world